Hey, I'm Andy, and I started Harry's, the shaving company that's fixing shaving. Here's why some of our customers choose Harry's. The blades are about $2 each. I get a nice, clean shave every time. The blades stay sharp for plenty of shaves. Thanks, guys. And for everyone else, give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter easy at checkout. That's harrys.com, code easy. More than a pleasure to have back on the show every Friday, my co-host in um, Hour 2 on the program and sometimes Hour 3, like today, Brad Bannon. Brad runs Bannon Communications Research, a polling message development and media firm that help labor unions, progressive issues groups, and Democratic candidates win public affairs and political campaigns. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Happy Friday. What a wild 24 hours. Yesterday, the Supreme Court made a decision regarding Obamacare. Uh, today, regarding uh, gay marriage for gays and lesbians. And one of two escaped prison inmates shot dead, hopefully, before we all go to sleep tonight. They'll get the other guy. Happy Friday. Uh, yeah, it was a really big week, Leslie. All sorts of stuff was happening. Oh, no. no, que- Absolutely. No question about it. Um, l- uh, let's talk about the decision today by the Supreme Court. Um, the Supreme Court, for a second time, refused to gut the Affordable Care Act. Um, first of all, are Republicans going to continue, with your experience as a Democratic strategist, are Republicans going to continue the repeal and replace mantra going into and throughout the president 2016 presidential election? Uh, they already have started. <laughs> uh, if you looked at the Republican reaction uh, to the decision, uh, they seem resolute in the determination uh, to get rid of Obamacare. Uh, and uh, so I don't think that I, they, they haven't skipped a beat as far as I can see. Uh, they've been pounding on the court decision uh, ever since the court uh, handed it down. And I think they'll continue to pound it uh, all through the presidential election, uh, because really uh, the Republicans still desperately want to repeal it. And the only shot in hell they have a repeal Appealing it is electing a Republican president uh, because uh, obviously uh, if Hillary Clinton is elected president, she's not going to sign a repeal bill. Uh, honestly, though, I think the Republicans are in a tough place because even if they elect a Republican president, I think it'd be tough for a Republican president uh, to sign a repeal bill because by that time the program will be institutionalized and there will be so many millions of Americans depending on the program program for health insurance, uh, it would cause political chaos and disruption to repeal it. So uh, I think the Republicans are sounding desperate. You know, so desperate. I wear one, I read uh, one thing on a blog today, a conservative commentator uh, said that the uh, the Obama administration had blackmailed uh, Justice Roberts into uh, upholding ACA. Uh, it wasn't clear what they were holding him on his head, but I think it shows how desperate and foolish the Republicans are. Okay, um, let's. Uh, what should we do? We have huge ruling yesterday, huge ruling today. Um, you know, I think we were supposed to kind of focus on. I'm trying. I'm trying to follow the lead uh, of 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 my uh, crew. Uh, but anything else that you want to say regarding the decision yesterday? Because, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, our plan is to talk today about the ruling today. Uh, yeah, I just uh, well, uh, you know, the basic reality is that the ruling yesterday 
uh, is a major problem for Republicans because I think it's becoming increasingly evident to them uh, that they can't get rid of the damn thing. And there's a very simple reason for that. Uh, if you ask Americans, if you look at the national surveys that have asked Americans uh, whether they want Obamacare repealed or not, uh, you basically have only about one out of every three Americans who think it should be repealed. Uh, and the Republicans have a tough time grappling with that. Uh, let's um, let's talk about this uh, decision today. Uh, there's just so much to talk about, and again, incredible uh, news day, incredible things going on. Um, uh, the president called Jim Obergefell, the plaintiff in the same-sex marriage Supreme Court case, um, after this landmark win. I actually got an email that uh, through uh, Jim and different organizations that have been sent out today. Uh, regarding this case, uh, let's listen to what President uh, uh, President Obama talking about this call that he made after uh, this landmark win. This is not actually only... the call. We have the audio. Of the oh, we call. have the audio. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's the actual audio. Thank you, Mark, for clarifying. And you did say that uh, this is the actual call of President Obama uh, calling Jim Obergefell the plaintiff in the same-sex marriage Supreme Court case after his landmark win earlier today. Yes, it is, Mr. President. Jim, the, uh, I, I figured when I saw you that we were going to be hoping for some good news, and we did. I just want to say congratulations. Thank you so much, uh, sir. I think it was your well, wishes. <laughs> you know, your, your, uh, your leadership on this, you know, is uh, changing, changing the country. I, I really appreciate that, Mr. President. It's really been an honor for me to be involved in this fight and to have been able to you know, fight for my marriage and live up to my commitments to my husband. So I appreciate I appreciate everything you've done for the LGBT community, and it's really an honor to, to have become part of that fight. Well, the, uh, I'm really proud of you, and, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, just know that, uh, you know, not only have you been a great example for people, but uh, you're also going to bring about a lasting change in this country. It's, uh, it's pretty rare where that happens. So uh, I, I couldn't be pr- uh, prouder of you and, uh, and your husband. But, uh, God bless you. Thank, thank you, sir. That means an incredible amount to me. And yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks for the call, Mr. President. <laughs> Bye. Jim, when you hear the president say to you that your leadership has changed the country what is that like? I can't even put it into words. I, um, it's stunning to have the president say something like that to me is not something I ever dreamed of, not something I can honestly think really happened. It just seems an unbelievable. And your partner, and an honor. John Arthur, yeah. imagine he's looking down very proud. Oh, I know he is. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, Brad, any comment on that? I mean, I I was getting, you know, teary-eyed, you know, hearing this. I mean, to have the leader of the free world say that you did something that changed this nation. And and you can just hear, he almost sounds like a little boy we're talking to the president, and the president is, you know, speaking to him as an equal. Um, It's, uh, it's, it's, I can't even imagine what it would feel like to, you know, somebody hand you the phone and say it's the president of the United States. And after such a long fight, uh, Brad? Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a compelling story. Uh, this isn't any ordinary 
Supreme Court uh, decision. Uh, it's an extraordinary one. It's a compelling decision uh, because it directly affects the personal lives uh, of uh, people of the United States. And, uh, you know, the hashtag that's been going around today is love is love. And I think that phone conversation uh, is a very good illustration of that. Uh, no, no question about it. Um, we are. Uh, should we play the president? Let, let's listen. This is President Obama talking about the United States of America and how we as a nation became more equal today. We're going to listen to him. We're going to take a break. And then Brad and I will be back to talk with each other and you about this landmark decision by the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Here is President Obama once again. The nation was founded on a bedrock principle that we are all created equal. The project of each generation is to bridge the meaning of those founding words with the realities of changing times. A never-ending quest to ensure those words ring true for every single American. Progress on this journey often comes in small increments. Sometimes two steps forward, one step back, propelled by the persistent effort of dedicated citizens. And then sometimes there are days like this, when that slow, steady effort is rewarded with justice that arrives like a thunderbolt. This morning, the Supreme Court recognized that the Constitution guarantees marriage equality. In doing so, they've reaffirmed that all Americans are entitled to the equal protection of the law, that all people should be treated equally, regardless of who they are or who they love. This decision affirms what millions of Americans already believe in their hearts. When all Americans are treated as equal, we are all more free. There's so much more work to be done to extend the full promise of America to every American. But today we can say, in no uncertain terms, that we've made our union a little more perfect. What a vindication of the belief that Ordinary people can do extraordinary things. What a reminder of what Bobby Kennedy once said about how small actions can be like pebbles being thrown into a still lake. Ripples of hope cascade outwards and change the world. Those countless, often anonymous heroes, they deserve our thanks. They should be very proud. America should be very proud. Break when we come back, Brad Bannon and I, my co-host every Friday, normally in the second hour, today in this third hour, I should say the second hour that Mark Levine's doing the first hour of the show. Um, we'll be back with you. We'll be back with him. If you're holding, hang tight. You want to join us, pick up the phone and do so. A lot of questions for you today regarding this decision. Yet another landmark decision. What is your reaction to the case? Is this the outcome you expected? Did the Supreme Court do the right thing in your opinion? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Our nation will change as a result of this. Will it change for better or will it change for worse, in your opinion? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Will this ruling bring in a new era of equal rights for all Americans? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And conservatives will say, America's becoming more liberal. Is it? Is America becoming more liberal? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And America often leads the world on social issues. Based on this ruling, 
What will happen in the future worldwide for the LGBT community? We're a nation number 21 to make such a decision for our entire nation. How many more will follow as a result of this? We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. He is Brad Bannon. We welcome him back and every Friday here on the only true democracy in talk radio. Brad Bannon and I are talking about the Supreme Court ruling today uh, and the Supreme Court ruled in favor of same-sex marriage nationwide in all 50 states. Now, uh, Brad, you heard me posing to our listeners what their reaction is. What is your what was your reaction to this case? Is it what you expected? And do you feel the Supreme Court did the right thing? Well, the short answer is uh, yes, I did expect it. Uh, they had uh, the oral arguments uh, in the case several months ago, uh, and it seemed pretty clear at the time that you were going to get a positive ruling. Uh, because if you look at, you know, uh, Anthony Kennedy uh, was the justice who was the deciding vote in this case. And if you looked at uh, uh, Kennedy's decisions in past cases that have to do with gay rights, uh, he's always, almost always sided with the gay rights uh, side of the case over the last you know dozen years or so. So you had the four liberal justices, uh, you had Kennedy, the, the moderate judge, uh, who has a history of ruling positively in gay rights cases. So yeah, I think everybody expected uh, this ruling. And I was, you know, one of the things. I thought of uh, when I heard the uh, the decision about the ruling is that Ronald Reagan must be spinning around in his grave uh, because a justice that he appointed to the Supreme Court, uh, Justice Kennedy, uh, proved to be the deciding vote uh, that would nationalize uh, legal gay marriage. So uh, one of the things I love about politics is irony, and uh, we have a Reagan appointee uh, guaranteeing uh, gay marriage for Americans all around the country. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with Brad. We'll take your calls. If you're holding, hang tight. 888-6-LESLIE is the number. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. We'll incorporate your tweets as well. We are back on Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon. Good afternoon. Welcome or welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Talking about the Supreme Court ruling in favor of same-sex marriage nationwide. Brad, should we take some calls before we continue uh, chatting? Sure. And uh, also some tweets. Let's Absolutely. start it out with, uh, let me see, uh, Andrea dropped. Andrea, uh, I know. Andrea dropped. Uh, give us a buzz back, Andrea. Reggie in Georgia, line two. How you doing, Leslie? How you doing, Leslie? And how you doing, Brad? Happy Friday to both of you. Happy uh, Friday to you, Reggie. Yeah, well, you know the Republicans are going to try to going to try to damn this in their heart is within their willpower or sheer power to try to repeal both this. And Obamacare. I mean, how long are they going to keep on doing this until he until he's out of office a year or two from now? Have their obsessive level about these two uh, topics reached DEFCON five yet? I mean, how long are they going to keep this going on? I mean, you know, as I said to Leslie yesterday, the American people are ready to move forward. Are the Republicans stuck in the way this far away distant past, or have they refused to acknowledge the fact that this is the 21st century, not the uh, 20th century? That this is 2015, not uh, 1965. Or, or do they know it and did this plan to refuse to acknowledge it? Or are they, they, they really that stupid, you know, that naive? I mean, are Brad, they really you, that stupid or that naive? Brad, or do, do, Brad, do you want to weigh in on this? Yeah, uh, Reggie, uh, you know, they'd love to, you know, 
repeal both uh, the gay marriage ruling uh, and the uh, ruling in Obamacare. The problem is they can't repeal a Supreme Court ruling. The uh, Supreme Court has ruled uh, that the Constitution uh, provides uh, for marriage equality, and the only thing the Republican Party can do to reverse it is to replace the five, you know, one or two of the Supreme Court, five Supreme Court justices who ruled in favor of marriage. Uh, uh, marriage equality, and they can't do anything in Congress. The president can't do anything in Congress to repeal a Supreme Court ruling like that. Now, on the other hand, uh, they can uh, repeal, Congress can repeal by law uh, the Affordable Care Act. The only problem is uh, if Congress passed a law on Monday repealing ACA, uh, President Obama would veto the bill. Uh, and if Hillary Clinton's elected president, uh, she would vote to repeal, uh, to, she would refuse to sign a repeal bill. And even if there's a Republican president in 2017, ACA will have been on, in operation so long and covered so many millions of Americans that I think even a Republican president would have a hard time uh, signing uh, an ACA repeal. So, you know, the reality is uh, the Republicans are stuck with gay marriage uh, for, as, you know, for a long time unless they can change the court. Uh, and uh, ACA, uh, at the very least, they're going to have to put up with it until January 2017. And even then, they might not be able to get a president to sign a repeal law. So uh, this is a big defeat for conservatives, and that's why you hear so much squawking. Absolutely. Thank you for the call, Reggie. Let's go next to Dean in Buffalo, New York, on Line 5. Dean, good afternoon. Question uh, or comment regarding this issue? Um, Yes. um, I just want to say that as a Christian, I think this is the right decision because – in America, we're all supposed to have equal coverage under the Constitution, and this law makes us all officially equal under the uh, Constitution. And well, this is what this is what America was uh, uh, predicated on: everyone being equal under the law. And I just don't understand why people have such a hard time um, accepting everyone being equal. Well, uh, the short answer is you're absolutely right. Uh, The the ruling in favor of uh, marriage equality uh, was based on the interpretation of the Constitution uh, by a majority of the justices, uh, the Equal Protection Clause in the 14th Amendment. And the Equal Protection Clause says that no state can deny its citizens equal protections of the law. And that, the court interpreted that means you can't have one set of laws on marriage for one people, one group of people, and another set of laws on marriage for another people. And the court rightly decided that the Equal Protection Clause uh, guarantees uh, marriage equality. Uh, The court did the right thing legally, and they did the right thing morally. All right, thank you for the call, Dean, and let's continue with the calls. We go to uh, Michael on line four in the Bronx in New York. Michael, good afternoon. Greetings, Leslie, and greetings, Brad. Hey, Michael. Hi. Um, I also have to speak as a Christian and as an American. Legally speaking, this was the 100% 
correct decision as to the point of equal rights. We cannot have discrimination in any way, shape, or form. And one of these days, these hard-right Republicans, these hard-right-wing conservatives, I should say, they're going to need to understand that if they really want to speak if they really want to call themselves true Americans and true patriots, a true patriotic American will be 100% behind the laws and the Constitution of the United States. And as a Christian, all right, I can always emphasize, and I know I've said this time and time again, that when the Lord Jesus was here on earth, he gave us one commandment, love one another. As far as I'm concerned, any kind of discrimination is a form of hate. And people are going to have to understand, you really are never going to truly succeed in life and be happy unless you learn to love, to love one another. This decision um, pretty much sets a, sets a big message, and that is that everyone has a right to be happy. Everyone has the right to be in love. Worry about your own. Let them worry about theirs. Everyone go in peace. Brad. Uh, yes, Michael. And, uh, you know, one thing uh, that you said I want to uh, uh, reinforce is that if you look at both these rulings on ACA and marriage equality, uh, the court went with popular opinion. Uh, just the other day, uh, ABC News released a new poll uh, that showed uh, Americans favored marriage equality by a margin of 61 percent to 37 percent. Uh, as I said before in the hour, only about one-third of the American public wanted ACA repealed. Uh, so in both cases, the Supreme Court uh, not only abided by the Constitution, but it also abided by a majority of public opinion uh, in the United States. And the other point you brought up is Republicans better get used to this, uh, because, you know, Leslie said this before. She asked question, America is becoming more liberal. And the reason it's becoming more liberal is that the millennial generation, uh, people my kids' age who are in their 20s, are be increasingly becoming the dominant political generation uh, in America. And if you look at the millennials, they overwhelmingly favor gay rights. Uh, they overwhelmingly face uh, government action to deal with important social programs. And this is uh, only going to get better for progressives and worse for Republicans, so they either have to uh, adopt and change or die. Um, um, Brad, you know, um, go I'm ahead. sorry, Brad. Did you say one-third of Americans wanted the ACA repealed? Yes, in the latest poll that I saw, uh, it was actually uh, 37% want it repealed, which meant that 63% didn't. All right. Thank you, uh, Michael. Appreciate the call. Brad, I just saw on Facebook um, someone you and I both know. I'm not going to mention names, but uh, he put just so to sum up the week, the South finally starts to give up on the Confederate battle flag. The Supreme Court retained a shred of intellectual honesty and blew out the idiotic Obamacare case. And marriage equality is the law of the land. And then on top of it, one inmate dead, uh, escaped inmate, you know, murderer uh, dead, uh, one uh, to go. 
uh, absolutely uh, just just an incredible week. I, I, yeah, I, it was. I mean, if, you know, this week is going to go down one of the big weeks uh, in American history. Uh, it's also going to go down as one of the best weeks in the Obama presidency. Well, I wanted to uh, ask you about that. I wanted to ask you about that, you know, be, with your history and your expertise and the work you do now and work that you've done throughout your life uh, in politics. Um, are, are Will these things be attributed to the president for legacy? Because really these, they were groups and people like Mark Levine, who we both know very well, um, who, you know, really worked, uh, you know, um, out of the spotlight on, on, you know, such an issue. So yesterday, I mean, health care, I mean, what is the president's legacy or what pieces um, of this week will be a part of that legacy? Well, uh, first of all, that uh, it will be a big part of the president's legacy. Uh, People, you know, 10 years from now, uh, and uh, if people uh, will answer the question, well, why was uh, uh, Barack Obama's presidency so important? The two things people are going to remember are the Affordable Care Act, which drastically changed uh, the way we provide health care in this country, and also marriage equality, which the president pushed very hard. Those are the two things that people are going to remember about Barack Obama's presidency, and he had them both affirmed this week. All right, let's continue with the calls, and let's go to Palm Springs on Line 5 next with Andrea, who's rejoined us. She was on hold patiently a long time. Her line dropped out. She came back. Andrea, good afternoon. What's your what's your comment on this today, Andrea? Yes, hello, Leslie. Um, I, I can say this was the, the, uh, um, the um, judgment I was hoping for and I expected, and uh, my wish for this judgment would be for it to be a catalyst for a, a clarion call for a revised ERA amendment in Congress, including all respective identities with Americans. Uh, it might galvanize some groups. But the other comment I had to make is in terms of how reactionary this country has moved since the loving uh, decision in 1967, because that was 9 to 0 in terms of uh, deciding the legality of interracial marriage in Virginia. And to this day, I believe there are southern states that if put to a vote, they would outlaw interracial marriage, Um, yet it is still the law of the land. And there are voices out there saying that same-sex marriage ought to be left to the states. And if interracial marriage was left to the states, we would just have a patchwork of laws in that regard, in my opinion. And, um, and the fact that this ruling was 5 to 4 and not 9 to 0, when I think this is just patently a civil rights issue, just shows how reactionary this court has become. Well, I would disagree with that, Andrea. I think really? it shows that the court, at least on some issues, uh, is moving in a progressive direction. Uh, they have twice affirmed uh, the Affordable Care Act, which is yep. one of the most far-reaching progressive reforms in American history. Uh, yep. They have twice voted to affirm uh, gay marriage, uh, and the reality is the support 
report, the court, like it always does, reads public opinion. And the reason, one of the reasons the court ruled, not only because of the law of the Constitution, but, you know, public opinion in this country is becoming more progressive. And it will be uh, for a while now, because as the millennial generation comes of age and dominates the political environment. I want to believe you. I really do. But the fact that it was five to four... As you know, Andrea, it could be 5 to it, 4 or 8 to 1 or 9 to 0, but it's still the yes, law of the land. You're right. Yes. I, I, I applaud that. I really do. Um, I'm thankful because things could have been much worse, and I'm thankful for that. Andrea, thank you, and uh, please have a great weekend. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Brad Bannon and I will share some of your tweets, and we'll talk more about this um, and actually delve into it a little bit deeper, some stuff that I heard today regarding stats in the Netherlands, regarding financial donor fatigue and how it can actually hurt Democrats, uh, one alleges, and then what does this mean for others who want to get married, who are not the traditional man and woman role model, or original model of marriage in the definition of that? We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon. I'm in L.A., and he is on the East Coast. I assume you're in Massachusetts uh, today, not in D.C., uh, correct? I am in Boston. The weather is much better here this time of year than it is in Washington. I was in Washington a couple of weeks ago, and... It was horrendous. Why our nation's founders built our national <laughs> capital on a swamp, I do not know. Oh, I always said growing up in Massachusetts, though, when it was winter, I was freezing my butt off. I used to say, why did the pilgrims stop here? Why didn't they continue <laughs> moving south to Miami? Um, uh, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of same-sex marriage nationwide today. We were talking about that. You know, Brad, I heard on the radio um, earlier today when after this decision was made, because there are a lot of people who are against this opinion, not the majority, Um, And they had different things. And one was saying that the Netherlands um, has seen uh, a reduction in in marriage since they incorporated gay marriage. And and my thing is, if you look at numbers, because I was curious, I started to look at numbers, and also a a, um, reduction in having children. All of that was true before gay men and women were allowed to marry or wanted to marry. Um, As things become more expensive, families are getting smaller. More and more people are opting not to marry but to be in uh, committed uh, partnerships and relationships. And more and more people are opting not to have children or to have children outside of marriage. It's not just a Hollywood thing anymore. And this is being done not just in the Netherlands, in the United States, in France, uh, in in many countries, except like, you know, Italy, you know, where there's a, a stigma. But even there it's happening more that people are having children out of wedlock are opting not to have children at all. And it has nothing to do with gay men and lesbian women as much as those uh, who are opposed to this would like to blame it on this group. Well, uh, the reality is that's one of the arguments that the uh, uh, opponents of gay marriage made in the oral arguments back in the spring, uh, that it was a threat to um, traditional marriage. Uh, And uh, there have been a couple of scientific studies done since then uh, that showed if you look at the states that have had uh, marriage equality, uh, the uh, marriage rate uh, has not declined any faster in the pro-marriage uh, equality states than it has in states that doesn't have uh, gay marriage. Uh, so the reality is uh, the, the scientific studies show that uh, that gay marriage has no impact at all on, mar- on, on uh, rates of marriage. So it is just another bogus 
argument uh, made by a desperate group of people who increasingly see uh, that they're losing the battle, uh, the social battle for the heart and soul of this country. And um, what about those that bring in the idea? Somebody laughed at somebody I know at Fox today, but I think it's a valid question when people say, what if three people want to get married? Does this ruling, because the, the, the definition of marriage is no longer between one man or a man and a woman, does this open the way for polygamists to uh, be able to be married legally in these states, all 50 states? Well, the short answer is no. Uh, as Andrea pointed out, uh, you had you had a uh, small five to four majority uh, of the court rule in favor of gay marriage, and the reality is you wouldn't you you wouldn't even get two justices uh, to rule in favor of uh, polygamy or anything like that. Uh, so uh, no, there's that's not going to happen. Hey, I'm Andy, and I started Harry's, the shaving company that's fixing shaving. Here's why some of our customers choose Harry's. The blades are about $2 each. I get a nice, clean shave every time. The blades stay sharp for plenty of shaves. Thanks, guys. And for everyone else, give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just 3 bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter EASY at checkout. That's harrys.com, code EASY.